you know, we're living in real time, but a lot of people are not having or spending the real time uh, having conversations. And I feel like that's what real talk is all about, having that real conversation, uh, not just the, the trendiness of a conversation, but like things that impact our world, that impact society, that impact communities and, and the individual as a whole, uh, both mentally, physically and spiritually. So um, in today's episode, you know, we're going to definitely hit some topics that people might think that, hey, how, how, how does this match today's tone? But we're definitely going to make sure we come full circle with it. And um, of course, for the previous episode to kind of recap, I don't know if there was any developments that had um, transpired after we had talked about. I know, like, for example, with the Adam situation, um, I don't know how much more can be spoken on those things. Oh, man. Um well, I told you, I know with them, they had an interview where, uh, oh, yeah, some things did develop. Okay. So they had the interview with Adam, like I said, interviewed the guy, let the guy know, you know, uh, well, based on the performance, if you want to speak on. Then afterwards, come to find out, the guy started bragging on the performance. And Adam felt some way, and he went online and threatened the guy, said, hey, uh, you should feel honored that I let you allowed you to do that with my wife and now you bragging on it you know what I mean I mean what did he expect though like I mean they're on a promotional tour you know the guy is bragging on as if he's doing some post game interview came out Uh, a lot of NBA conference a lot of people felt some way about the video Mm -hmm. you know um, not to get too into it but yeah I mean it's out there it's out there yeah contact is out there but they going back and forth now Adam feels some way and, uh, yeah, it's like we already know, it's going to be a mess. You know, the crazy thing is, and I'm just going to add this last piece just to really conclude this matter. I mean, there's not too much reason to be spending too much time on here um, Correct. on this topic. But, you know, when you marry a woman, what you're telling the world is that you value her more than any other man. Right. Will value her. And you value her in such a way where you will protect her and you will be committed to seeing that y'all do life together. It's a journey. Marriage isn't the the, the the ceremony. It isn't the day of marriage. Marriage is a journey with this individual. Correct. Um, and I understand different cultures around the world have different uh, ways of marriage. But the overall matter is, you know, um, you do everything to protect that woman. Right. Because she's your crown. She's your reflection. She is your representation. Right. And... When you allow another man to come into uh, the exclusivity that you and, and, and your woman have, you, you, you not only betray the situation between you and her, I feel like you, you kind of also say, uh, we're, we set our own rules and the rules uh, that we set is what we've agreed on. Correct. But what we know is that when mankind sets rules, they always bend them. Always. And they bend them so hard to where it's like we don't even recognize what the original uh, blueprint was. Correct. And that's what's happening with this situation. Yeah. And yeah. It's, it's, it's unfortunate. But And also think about the, the millions of people who's going to watch this video. And, and, you know, people who already have addiction to porn and all this other stuff added on to that. Coupled with the fact like, well, he's making a lot of money. Maybe I should get my wife into this thing too so we can make money because people follow trends like that. 
So you, you see where this goes. Yeah. It's a slippery slope. It's a slippery slope. But man, guys, that was our weekly uh, recap on last week's topic, King. Let's get started. Let's with get this started. Week. Yes, sir. Um, Ivan McGuire. Yes, sir. Uh, we're gonna start with this one. Um, I'm gonna read to uh, a lot of people. Now, obviously, I, I, I want to tell you this, King. Okay. I, 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 you know me. I love to give the people a little bit mm-hmm. intake because, again, for the uh, listeners, um, you always send these off beginning of the week. That's right. And, uh, you know, we got to keep it real. We're doing real talk. When you sent me these topics, I'm not going to hold you up. Uh, this popped out to me. And, I, you know, as a listener, they hear the name. So, already they think, who is this? Mm-hmm. And for me, um, when I was in that position, it was like, why? But I know, Ken, we finna dive into it. But it's the name. I know a lot of people not familiar mm-hmm. with it. Mm-hmm. I just want to share that before you even speak on it. Definitely. Ivan. Definitely. Ivan. Um, Ivan, I feel like. We have a lot of Ivans in this generation. So I'm kind of give you guys a backstory. And I'll definitely play uh, the footage uh, for you guys as well. Um, so y'all can kind of get an idea. But um, this event, this situation happened in 1998. Ivan is a skydiver. He's a professional parachutist. He's a film uh, filmmaker. Uh, for when people jump out of planes, he, he's the one that captures the jump uh, between the, the student uh, with the student and the, the, the instructor. Um, so what happened with this guy is he's a veteran skydiver. He's done over 800 jumps. Uh, at this point, you know, after jumping out of a plane over 800 times, uh, jumping out of a plane is not what you would think jumping out of a plane is to him. Yeah. To you, it's like, why would you jump out of a perfectly built flying plane right. in, in the 10,000 feet in the air? Right. But uh, he's done this so many times to where he's become numb to jumping out of a plane. He's become numb to the risk of what it's like. And so what happens is he actually fell to his death on this day. Uh, this is 19, uh, 1988. So um, he jumped 10,000 feet, about 10,000 feet, without realizing he was wearing a parachute. And uh, what's interesting, though, King, is that there was already rules in place for this stuff not to happen. And there's a, a rule where before the pilot takes off, they make sure that you have your parachute on before they even get off into the air. Right. They make sure that you have on your parachute and that you're able to jump from the plane when the time needs be. Right. Uh, interestingly enough, he had two backpacks. He had one for his camera uh, footage uh, equipment, and he had his actual parachute backpack. He was fatigued. This was his third jump of the day. Uh, he was fatigued with the filmmaking. He was so focused on capturing the footage that um, he actually mistaken the the, uh, the parachute for uh, the, the camera equipment. And so, uh, being so preoccupied with filming, he got comfortable with skydiving that he actually forgot his equipment. Oh, yeah. You know, what's crazy is some people, when they leave the house, they got to check that they have the keys, <laughs> the wallet. Mm. <laughs> some people check five times before they leave. I know with me, mm. I'm always like dangling my keys just to make sure I got everything. Like, yeah. or I'm like yeah. double checking my wallet because I hate having to left the house and end up three, five miles down the road and like, oh man, I forgot my you wallet. Turn back around. Oh man, I forgot yeah. my phone. Yeah. Yeah. Some people are so O C D with it that they'll check four, five times just to make sure they have everything before they leave the house. Yeah. Especially when it comes to long road trips too. Right? There's always something that you're gonna forget, right? Oh, that you yeah. gotta make up yeah. for, buy yeah. up wherever you land. Yeah. Um you would think when it comes to jumping out of a plane, the first thing you would check would be to make sure that you have a parachute. Yeah. 
But that wasn't the first thing he he was checking. He was wanting to get this footage right. He wanted to make sure that he got the angle perfectly. You know, as a someone who does filmmaking, I'm not a filmmaker, but I've heard a lot of commentary that a filmmaker focuses on the subject and capturing the best angles possible. Correct. And um, he puts his own eyes into it. The camera is just an extension of his own eyes and how he wants to see it being filmed. Correct. So they do put a lot of heart and soul into when it comes to cinematography, how they capture angles and things like that. Right. So filmmaking does require a lot of um, focus and concentration. Correct. And he was so into it that he forgot his parachute. Now, King, you know, uh, he got two nicknames, but we addressed already. Um, as a listener and myself, why this topic? Why this topic? Why this topic? <laughs> how is it why relevant? How is it? Yeah. Relevant? How? What? What's what, What's the reason on this? Because you know what I'm getting is no, you know, uh, in no uh, ill malicious way I'm saying this, but it's just like okay, how like how can I relate this today and what I got going on in my life? You telling me okay, a skydiver mm-hmm. left the parachute, you know, sad story, but it's like I don't jump out of planes. Right. What we getting at? What we getting at? We don't <laughs> yeah. jump out of planes. Yeah. But you know. Little do you know, people take risk every day, right? right? It may not be the jumping out of a plane. Right. It could be the sleeping around with 800 different women. We take the risk until we get burned. Man. Man. It could be, it could be doing something nefarious like selling drugs when you know it's like, come on, man. I, I know this is how you, I know this yeah. is how you grew up. I understand it, but you know eventually how this ends. Correct. Jumping out of a plane it's like an innovative new concept. It's because, of, you know, before then, but what did people, people weren't able to jump out of planes, but they were always doing different things that were very risky. Correct. Um, but obviously this is like that Titan submersible situation with the Titanic. Yeah. Where they went down. Good. They've done it several times. They've done it several times. It wasn't the first time. You know, even, um, they he even had experts telling him like, "Look, what you're doing is dangerous, right. because uh, I don't remember the guy." And you know they sign a warrant on, yeah, on yeah, the contract right warrant, before they yeah. go. They like, signed they have the to warrant, sign papers. Yeah, yeah. I mean anything that you got signed papers, I, I I back up from it. Yeah, I and would. it even says death is a possibility yeah. for this trip. Yeah, you know it's, it's supposedly an adventure. You know we we seek thrills. We seek thrills as human beings. Look, I'm not saying we can't have fun. I'm just saying how we having fun is very different, especially with this generation. But with Ivan, what's unique about this? When I read the story, when I when I saw the video and everything, I was right. like, wow. There's something about it that grabbed me. And it was like, first and foremost, most people wouldn't do this. <laughs> I wouldn't. <laughs> I wouldn't. But I've heard people that said that skydiving is one of the things that's on their bucket list. I actually know someone who did. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. See, and we probably know someone who did do skydiving. Yeah, I'm yeah. I've person. met a few people that that did they, the skydiving. I've been you know, doing. Me, I'm like skydiving. Okay. It's the equivalent of jumping off of a building, and, and you know, hoping. It's just. It's like it's the thought of it. It's a lot of fear of for me. Right. Yeah. But this guy lost the fear of heights long time ago. Of course. And um, after 800 jumps, it's like, well, I'm, it's not even jumping out of a plane anymore. I'm not high enough. I just want to capture this this moment mm-hmm. in time, this mm-hmm. filming. Mm-hmm. And what's fascinating is that someone could become so comfortable with a thing that they forget the danger that lies with it. Mm-hmm. And I think 
this generation has become comfortable with a lot of things because they lost the fear of a lot of things. Mm-hmm. They left that behind. Yeah. Um, there's things that I feel like we should still have a healthy fear of. Mm. Now, because we mm. don't, mm. we're going to end up, you know, there's a way that seems right to man, but it's so, in is the way of death. So you're you know? saying fear, it brings limits to things. It brings limits and it brings respect. The things that you fear, you respect as well. Mm. It goes hand in hand. Mm. So if you stop fearing something, eventually Mm. it will water down whatever the thing that you used to fear. And you'll also become very sloppy with things like he became sloppy. Yeah. Instead of double checking for his parachute. Yeah. Life is on the line. Life is on the line. If if you had, if he maintained the fear of heights, he probably would have said, hey, hold up now. I'm about to jump out of a plane. Yeah, this thing yeah. is 10,000 feet in the air. Yeah. I want to make sure I get back home to my family. Yeah, I've done this about 800 times, but I still, I don't have control when I'm up there. I don't right. know what's going to happen. Right. Yeah, I've done it 800 times, but don't get so used. I mean, the devil likes to catch people slipping. I've heard. But, um, <laughs> I've heard this. Yeah. And so it's like the fact that he could almost overcome the fear. Mm-hmm. He, which he did. He, it's like he overcame the fear, but the, when he realized the parachute wasn't there, the fear came back. Because right. now he realizes he's falling at over whatever hundreds. Of, he's he's racing towards the earth, and he has nothing to stop him, to slow him down. So the fear should have always been there. He might have checked twice to make sure. Wait a minute, is this my backpack or is this my parachute? Right. Most right. people don't leave the house without making sure they check their keys, let right. alone right. jumping right. off a plane. Make sure you got your parachute. You know, so yeah, I think we should have healthy fears of certain things. What do you think about that, man? I mean, I think strongly on I agree with you because, um, interestingly, this week I had several conversations with different people about morals and values, and mm. um, just to bring it in today's, you know, let's speak from a young man perspective. That's, um, you know, because we want to speak to everybody, a young man who's right now making a decision to being in the streets. And, you know, one thing about doing street activities is that you're told to have no fear. You can't have fear if you go oh, robbing wow. someone's house. That's right. Because fearful cause you to be jaded, That's cause right. you to, you know, be a little bit gibberish, mm-hmm. if you want to say, mm-hmm. scared. Like, oh, man, you know, you might shoot somebody on accident. Or you got, a, you know, drugs in the back of the car and you ride and you can't be fearful because... Now you may swerve here and there, and now the police going to get behind you like, hey, what you got going on? So you taught not to have fear in order to make these crimes. Right. Or, you know, speaking from a perspective of a man who's unfaithful to his wife or girl, it's like, if I'm going to cheat, I might as well just cheat going mm-hmm. away. I right. can't be fearful of losing That's her. right. Even though I know I may could lose her, but it's like... If I had this fear, I won't know how this other woman is. You get what I <laughs> yeah, mean? Exactly. So now you telling me the way you speak, you speak it to a society that's saying, hey, don't be afraid of who you are in the inside as well. Hey, you know, we got to speak the truth. Someone, you know, the LBG community. I was afraid to come out of the closet. Now I'm not. So fear now in this, this world is being taught. It's, it's a bad thing. So someone from your from your angle, you know, what would be the message to these people? Because like I say, you're mm-hmm. telling the guy like, okay, you tell me, if I allow this fear, it's going to stop me from making this quick, fast money that can right. take care of these bills right. and these things. Or this man, you saying, 
you know, man, I'm coming out of the closet or, you know, the woman coming out of the closet. I can't have to feel the world judging me. Right. I want to be accepted. Understood. These tough topics. These are some tough topics for I, real. Yeah, yeah. You know. Um, so yeah, let me let me navigate through let's the go question through on that. Yeah, let's go through. Um, with, with the LGBT situation, right? That's a strong. I feel like you should be being in hiding, hiding in the closet. They use the word in closet. I, I get it. It's uh, metaphorical. Mm-hmm. Um, back then, it was really looked down upon. Mm-hmm. That's why the in the closet metaphor uh, came up and became very strong. Correct, because it was shunned in society, and, mm-hmm. and really, in societies that held a lot of standards. Just like no, nah, I mean, you know, I mean, even in like the nineteen twenties, when women kissed other women, it wasn't even looked at it's something very serious. Taboo. It was like it was like okay, yeah. you know. Yeah. That can't go anywhere. That that, yeah. that they're just having their little phase or whatever. Yeah. It wasn't even looked at as something as big as a big deal. Yeah. But when people actually started, um, not just coming out, but then you know with the the marriage thing and everything Correct. else like this, yeah. it, it's yeah. like wow. Okay, um, so what, what I'm going with this is certain fears. Certainly, once again, healthy fears. Healthy fears. Healthy fears. Yeah. Um, when it comes to who you feel you are on the inside and the, the, who you want to be with. Yeah. Um, I feel like if, if, it, if it's with family members, come out and say you are that. Yeah. That's fine. There's no reason to hide. There's no reason to fear that in particular. Yeah. But, yeah. but, here's the but. Yeah. Um, the but is, first understand that, you know, people might not give you the reaction that you're looking for. Right. Um, you know, if you grew up in a religious household, your parents might you know, you might fear backlash. Like, how how could this be? Correct. Um, what I would say for that the community, LGBT community, as far as coming out the closet and what should they be fearful of that? Yeah. I think it's not so much the fearfulness of coming out. Come out as who you are, for sure. <clears throat> but understand that you don't make it your life. Mm. It's it's you shouldn't have to. Humans doing what humans do shouldn't have, uh, you know, it's not like it shouldn't have like a title with it. It's right. just be, be, be human. Right. You know, right. the fact that we're putting labels on it is as if like this is an oppressed situation. Mm. It's like, why? I mean, yeah. your sexuality is one thing, but it's not your, it's not all of you. Right. Right. And I think we've glorified that. And that's the problem. We, we, we make, we made it something that it shouldn't have never been. Mm. And that's when I feel like it gets dangerous. Yeah. And so when it comes to real fears that people should have, like just survival fears, for example, um, I even asked the AI, um, you know, what, what what are healthy fears that humans should have that helps keep us safe mm-hmm. and aware of potential dangers? Mm-hmm. Um, it actually, I told it to give me at least five healthy fears that humans should have. Mm-hmm. The first one, believe it or not, is fear of heights. <laughs> yeah. It says um, acrophobia. Uh, or the fear of heights is a healthy fear that prevents people from taking unnecessary risk mm. when they are in high places. Mm. This fear helps to keep individuals away from dangerous edges or situations where a fall could result in serious injury or death. I used to be on top of roofs when, you know, my yeah, old job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, what's crazy is you do the job enough time, you sometimes forget like the wind could blow and throw you over or your shoes that you're yeah. wearing might not hold the grip of the, the shingles on top of the, the roof. Mm. Um, 
I've had some incidents where I have slid before. And I'm like, whoa, okay, that 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 happened really fast. Mm, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so um fear can paralyze, yes, but fear also keeps remembrance. Um and helps you have respect for the situation. Correct. And I feel like you do something enough times that you know is dangerous, it, it, it you know, you lose the fear and you also lose the respect for the situation. Once mm-hmm. again, if Ivan still had a little bit of fear at heights or understood like, hey, I'm not in control of all this. Mm-hmm. Yes, I've done this many times. I'm sure he would have double checked to make sure he had his parachute. Yeah. Another yeah. fear is fear of animals, zoophobia. Zoophobia. Yeah, they call it zoophobia. The fear of dangerous animals is another healthy fear that the AI is saying that. You know, I mean, common sense speaks. You you don't want to be going around venomous snakes on top. Yeah, a lion's Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, certain animals. Yeah, of course. Fear of reckless behavior. Mm. Uh, Reasonable fear of dangerous or reckless behavior can help individuals make uh, uh, safer choices. Fear of unprotected exposure. Wow, I found that interesting. so, like, you know, obviously chemicals, Correct. Yeah. gas, yeah. certain gas, yeah. uh, protective helmets, fear of speeding or reckless driving. That's a major one. So there's all these fears that are healthy to have. It's okay. But when it comes to our generation, mm-hmm. um, something has lost. Something's been lost. And you can feel it. Whether you're religious or not, you can feel it. Yeah. You know, the preacher would say, oh, yeah, this generation has lost the fear of God. And um, what's interesting is this. You know, the idea of God, even if you don't believe in God, mm-hmm. the idea that someone's watching over you can keep you in check. Mm. And some certain decisions that you would have made, you probably wouldn't have made just for the betterment of the fact that, hey, look, God is watching. Yeah. So even without it being the reality, let's say that it wasn't the reality. We both obviously right. believe in God, but let's say it wasn't a reality. Even the idea itself could save you from certain things, from doing certain things. You know, you have some. That's people. how powerful, yeah, the situation is when right. it comes to having a healthy fear of something, yeah, or someone, yeah. Um, I'll go even as far as to say, you know, if you don't believe in gravity, it doesn't matter. If you go on a 110-story building, you jump off. Yeah. <laughs> Gravity's going to catch you yeah. either way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying? But you think because you've done it enough time that you've cheated death, all of a sudden it doesn't exist. That doesn't happen that way. Right. And that's why a lot of people say, well, you know, where is God? And, you know, when I'm doing something wrong, you know, I mean, I, I got away with it. Yeah. You can only get away with something so often, so right, right. so many times. Right. People, right. people try that. People right. try their chance, though. And they might not call it God. They could call it karma. You yeah, know? you got all kind of names yeah. out there. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, what, what, what you think about? I mean, you know, uh, I, I I'm someone that always been fearful of a lot of things. It's you 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 know, you probably look at that like, man, what you mean you walk around with fears? Nah, um, you know the fear of. Um, again, like when you're driving, you know, um, losing your life, being right, reckless. Right, you know what right. I'm saying? Or, you know, I. One day I would love to share my story on the podcast, but even like, you know, the past I come from where, you know, being out around street, you know, activities with people that's in the streets as well. And, you know, I'll be honest with you, you know, the fear of losing my reputation. Right. Make sure, like, right. I, you know, I, I kept myself. The fear of being in debt. 
Yeah, make sure like, I never went sure too far off. Yeah. Uh, like or that, even, even you know, just being out. It's just like it kept you from going too left. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. Well, some, some people take pride in, in, in not having any fears to the point where they do wreck themselves. Right, right. But me, man, you know, it's I, I look at fear, it's, it's like a... Checks and balances. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a gate, man. It's a gate that keeps you in the yard. It, it lets you know, like, man, let me not go too left or too right with things. And so, um, yeah, I mean, I, I agree with it, man. I, I, again, I feel like in life, you know, we we taught definitely in the black community, too. Um, and we are Haitian, but at the same time still, you know, it's considered black. It's, fear is just something that's taught, like, you should not try to have too much of that in life. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, it's shown even in the Bible, man, fear is... Fear is okay, you know what I'm saying? It's just, again, again it got to be healthy fear. It has to be healthy fear. Yeah. Right. Anything that's going against not with faith, now that's, right, that's right, playing right. different. You don't want to be fear so much with yeah, you don't paralyzed fear, with yeah, paranoid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah you don't want paranoid. Fear, no. yeah, it's yeah. just more, again, like, you know, um, if you're committed to a relationship, you're out and about, and you see a woman in the store, she's looking at you, hey, I respect for my woman, and I love her. I know if I do anything that can cause me to lose my woman, you fearful of that. So right. it's like, let me not even entertain this. Right. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know, someone call your phone now. Hey, man, you know, I, I don't, you know, I don't know who call your phone, but if it's someone that's, it could be a blue call crime, a white call, whatever they call it, just call you like, hey, man, we got an opportunity here. You are gonna jump off like, nah, I'm good. Right. I love my freedom. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so yeah, I'm, I'm with, with you. Yes, um, you know. Moving on to the Ivan situation, one of the other things is this generation, you know, like certain things like, for example, being a man of your word. Your word is your bond. What more than money, gold, yeah. silver? It's not It's not, It's not. not in this generation that's coming up. You notice that, right? Yeah, it's you notice not. That. It's, like if someone says, hey, I'm going to do this for you, but yeah. I got you, don't worry. You know, uh, let me tell you something. You know, um, I went to the bank one time and um, it was a Haitian clerk. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, I realized growing up as Haitian, you know, we didn't grow, we ain't, we didn't believe in credit, credit cards and stuff like that. And you wonder why. But when you go, she was telling me, she, she was like, do you have a credit card? I said, no, nah, I don't have no credit card. She's like, yeah, I know you're Haitian. I'm like, well, I laugh. I'm like, what you mean? She's like, yeah, I know you're Haitian because I'm Haitian. You know, my parents didn't believe in credit card. You know why? And I was like, why? She said, because back then it was about your word. So when you went to the bank and you needed money, it was a handshake in the word. Like, look, this is my land. This is the area. You have my word. If I don't pay it back in this time, you can come take the land. That's how things was done back then. You can't now. You can't go to a bank and say you have my word. No, we need. We need proof. Yeah, we, need, we, need we need the social. We need, we need all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Point verification. But ba- imagine, like at that time, you going to a bank right. with just your words. Word. So you gotta understand word. how that was even back then. Mm-hmm. Back then, and so because we've relied on technology, I yeah. think the fear yeah. of 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 being so devoted to allowing technology to, to take place over where yeah. trust is supposed to be built, yeah. you know, reputation, it kind of dissolves that human interaction too, because now you don't know who to trust. You know, if 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 you, if you got your homeboy who's telling you, hey, yeah, I got you. He, you know, obviously, if he doesn't come through the first time something happens, you know, we, yeah, we make room, life understood. is uncertain. Yeah, yeah. But, like, yeah. when he doesn't even make an effort to try to redeem himself in the matter, 
it's like it, it's not even about the situation anymore. It's the, it's the principle. It's it's like you told me you were gonna do some. The fact that you didn't even bother to show that you had remorse. Hey, bro, like you know, I'm sorry. I, I wasn't able to make it yesterday. You know, um, I got a flat tire and whatnot. Like that's understandable. I get that. Correct. But your word. So we've lost a lot of healthy fears, which has watered down society. I feel <laughs> yeah, in many big ways. Time. Big time. Uh, and I also feel like it's watered down brotherhood, which which is the next topic we've been into. Let's dive into it, man. Brotherhood and, and father figures. Mm-hmm. That's what we have yeah, on here. Brotherhood and father figures. Um, yeah. Well, so let, let's start with that. Let, let's go with it. You know. Um, brotherhood. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like we don't value brotherhood. Well, we're making it that point. Because, I mean, you're looking at society today, um, it feels like, and more and more, it feels like every man for himself. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, the word finesse is becoming very familiar. Yeah. Yeah. You hear about, you know, even in music, yeah. in the rap game, you know, yeah. things that have happened uh, among um, people who did music together. Correct. And how, like, you know, loyalty, how far does it go? Mm-hmm. Um, one thing I will say, do you remember what it's like to lose a brother? Like, someone you grew up close yeah, with? Yeah, you know, like, you know uh, for the viewers that don't know, um, I lost an older brother, my oldest brother. And so, um, losing a brother, man, it's, it's different. I also lost my mom, so... Mm-hmm. Um, losing a brother, a sibling is different, man. It's, it's like, you know... Losing a parent is because you you grew up looking up to this person, like this is someone that I look up to. Mm-hmm. This is someone I, I I know that's gonna protect me, all my needs. You know that anything I want, I go to this person. So it's it's like you know, it's like a tree that just uh, provided you with shade right. and it's cut off. Right. But a brother, it is different. It is real different. It's like someone you experience in life with since day one. Mm-hmm. That witnesses the no's with you. That witnesses the yes. That witness definitely older or younger. Like, man, my first cut. Oh, this is what I did for mine. Let me help you with this. Let me help you with that. So it, it's, it's very different. It's a different feeling losing a brother. You know what's it's crazy? When, when, you, when you lose a brother, it's also losing like a father figure as well. So yeah, Especially yeah. if it's someone you look up yeah, to. Yeah, and yeah, I feel like yeah. one follows the other. When you don't have father figures, you don't have a brotherhood. Yeah. And what I mean by that is, I mean, you look at families today... Um, I was actually reading a report in the news that said they actually want to remove the word husband and wife. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They want to change the word to spouse or someone you're married to. This is, yeah, yeah. Like right now, the, the, the Democrats in the House, they want to remove those words because, you know, they don't want to offend nobody. Uh, so by removing the, the the very things, you know, as a husband That's and wife, crazy. just take out the I word and just call it that. spouse. Wow. They just want to call it spouse. Wow. So. They don't have fear of the nuclear nuclear family, which is the husband and wife who's supposed to be committed to each other. And when they have children, the children can look up to that and replicate that. But no, no, no. We, 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 don't, we don't want to call it that no more. That, we that's, call it spouse. It, we won't call it spouse. So you see, like, how it breaks down into yeah. one thing, into yeah. another. And then, of yeah. course, you know, especially in the black community, as you well know, a lot of single parents, yeah. you know, a yeah. lot of people grow up with their moms, yeah. you know. They, yeah. they don't know who their dad is. Yeah. So they don't have a father figure. Yeah. Now, whether they go looking for brotherhood and to gangs. Yeah. On the streets. And so they, they look they look for loyalty in the streets. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because you always need loyalty to start somewhere. And where you sh- where it should start is in a home. Correct. But 
because society has gone so far left and they have not held, held healthy fears of keeping the family together and they want to change even the very foundation of what makes a family, this is what starts happening. Right. And, um, yeah, it, it goes that far. Um, so, you know, I've had fallen out with brothers. Like, and I'm not even just talking, like, biological brothers, but, like, mm -hmm. even people who I call brothers are, who, you know, went to school with, things right. like that. And a lot of the falling out that I've had with one in particular, I do remember, I won't say his name, not, not even necessary, it's not relevant, but, mm -hmm. um, you know, we went to school together and um, we did a lot of after-school activities and things of that nature. And we um, fell out because of the disrespect that occurred. Mm. So, you know, when we're young, you play pranks sometimes on each other, you know, just pranks. Mm -hmm. And, and you know, I share with him many times, like, you know, there's certain things like I, I just don't prank about. Right, correct. Uh, and, and definitely one of those things is like, you know, uh, uh, you know, involving anyone that it, that it could cause harm to. Mm hmm um, especially if it's like a, you know a girl that you like, Correct. and then you know if if he goes and he tries to get with the girl, and then like like bro, like you know I told you I liked it. You didn't right, correct, like, correct. It's like yeah. there's certain things you don't expect sometimes from from you know. It's like well, I just shouldn't have to mention it to you know we brothers. You, you didn't have to go behind my back like that. You could have mm -hmm. just told me if you liked her. You know you could have told me that. Yeah. But I felt like because I told him that, and he purposely set his eyes to try to like well that falls with loyalty too yeah it falls with loyalty yeah. right I mean yeah. they call you know they yeah that's that loyalty you know um in brotherhood uh it, it definitely should be loyalty man and um I don't want to cut you off now mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so yeah you know brotherhood it definitely should be loyalty because um the interesting thing is that you know you always heard it saying that uh Blood make us related, but loyalty make us family. Yeah, it's thicker than blood, right? Yeah. So sometimes some people are closer to their friends than they are with their actual mm -hmm. siblings. You know, it's, it's it's natural for that you know for that to happen sometimes. Definitely with the age difference. If your siblings seven, ten years older than right. you, you know, you do look at them like that father and uncle figure. Mm -hmm. But you need this this bond like this, you know, best friend Robin Hood, you know, uh, type of vibe. And so. You have to have some sort of loyalty there. Right. You know, you got to have this, like you say here, G-code. You know, mm -hmm. we're creating this mafia, this family. <laughs> you know what I mean? It, and I don't, it don't necessarily have to mean a negative thing. Right. Even just playing sports. Right. This is the brotherhood. When we put these jerseys on, mm -hmm. we represent this team. Mm -hmm. I I expect you to have my back the same way you should expect I have your back on that field. Right. So, yeah, the, the loyalty should be on the last name on the back of that jersey you know what i mean on the color of that sh jersey mm -hmm. the number the, the logo worn on the helmet and what you felt was betrayed at right the time. it was so betrayed i yeah, mean it's, it's like you know like, like it's not even a prank anymore it's like yeah, you're it's taking not, this too far it's like what to what me it's like you just labeling the prank but you know what you really do right you know what right, i mean right. you 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 know if you and that's what he tried to tell me it's like man i was just joking I'm like man no, come no, on, no. Bro. It's, like, it's no it's no joking in that why 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 did it have to go that far you know correct yeah 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 so yeah um. So when it comes to the mafia, it's funny you mentioned mafia. Yeah. Because you know you have the movies like Scarface, The Godfather. Grew up on them. 
times like this, loyalty was upheld, looked yeah, up as so, respect. Yeah. yeah, you had. Yeah, when you when the boss, right? Right. The, the, the mob boss. The mob bosses. He he was looked up as you know someone who's like you should fear what he can do. Yeah. To some extent, you know, and you should also fear not trying to stick to what the you know this family is because it was more of a family. Of course, it, it, it was very deep. You know, if you do research on actual mob bosses, you know, it, it started off with again, you know, guys creating unions and everything. It's all about protecting right. the neighborhood. You know, so for example, if you know Johnny here, and his wife started a, a, a bakery shop or whatever mm-hmm. the case may be, and you got these, you know, guys cross town coming over robbing. And they end up robbing the store. You you contact the the mob of that area like, hey man, you know the mob boss and like, hey, you know this this these kids or whatever the situation is, they keep breaking in the store, and it's like, don't worry about, it. we'll take care of that for you, you know, because yeah, you call police, but it just felt better with a family member because mm-hmm. like I know you really got my back twenty four seven, you know what I mean? So mob started off off stuff like that, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? They call yeah. it uh, um, La Cosa Nostra, right. our thing. It's our thing. It's our thing. It's this community involvement. It's like it's our family thing. That's how we protect each other. Correct. You know, but Correct. when when fear of not having the loyalty is gone, is is it, it? What is it? It's like the bridge broken. Right. And it's a lot of bridges are being burned every day. Yeah. And, you know, they don't teach this stuff in school, but, you know, a lot of parents are leaving it up to the schools to teach them whatever the schools <laughs> want to teach them. That's yeah. their curriculum. That's their agenda. Yeah. And I feel like we don't have that in our culture embedded so much. It's, yeah. it's you know, you listen well, to the music it, it, You know, it, it, it is. Mm-hmm. It, it was embedded, but it got lost. It got lost. Point. But how did it get lost? Well, I mean, you know... Um, <laughs> Something had to be done over many times, just like with Ivan. He jumped yeah. off that plane many times to where it's like he lost the fear of heights. I, but what do you think this society has lost the fear of that's caused us to... You know, we spoke this on this earlier. Location. You know, it started redefining words. You know, um, loyalty became now... I'm more loyal to making a bag, getting the money. I'm more loyal to... You yeah, know, it's you more go. of that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Than yeah. actual being loyal to, to the principles and morals mm-hmm. and... You know, I was watching this guy, uh, me and you had this conversation some time back where he was saying, back then, family had a lot of Sunday dinners. Sunday dinner was more than just a, a meal. You know, Sunday, the brother who lived two towns over, mm-hmm. the sister who lived in the big city, and the little sibling that's still at home that's getting ready for college, understand, this is where it's going now. Like, okay, the little, little sibling is getting ready for college, but no... Big brother, big sister coming to town mm-hmm. or coming home maybe once a month, you know, for that Sunday dinner. But it's always that, just that reminder because this is that person you got to break bread with. Right. Hey, pass me the mashed potato. Pass me the green beans. you having that family moment and you having these conversations. But things like that have been taken away, you know. And now you having the words, there's, there's, there's no more Sunday dinners. So there's no more that conversation with the big bro and the little bro. Right. Like, hey, I heard what you did. Or I see how you're going. Let mm-hmm. me talk to you after dinner. Mm-hmm. Or even the big sister with the little mm-hmm. sister. Like, mom been telling me about this boy you date. And I want to talk to you quick because I had that experience. Mm-hmm. So when that is not happening, now you have people with their own assumptions growing up and their own 
you know, just mindset of this, this train of thought of, you know what, I'm going to go about it this way. Even though you may have someone tell you here and there, but it's like, there's no correction. There's no correcting. And you see a lot of that in the community. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just small things like that. And that's what's removing the word loyalty. Hmm. That's what's redefining the word fear. You know wow. what I'm saying? Just the small things like that. It's, it's the small things, thing. too. And you wonder why back in the day, grandmas and grandpas, our culture, you know, our parents, because unfortunately, a lot of our grandparents mm-hmm. were still in the island. Mm-hmm. But at times, you did get that reminder of, don't forget where you come, come from. from. Right. You have to understand right. that. Right. You know what I mean? And... um I mean, you just don't see a lot of that these days. Man. You don't see. It. I mean, I mean, you see. <laughs> I was watching a video. Yeah, talk. Um, there's this new TikTok thing going on, and mm-hmm. uh, I don't want to speak too much about that, but it's just the fact that this kid is is doing this weird live stream, and his mom is coming in telling him to stop. Kid doesn't. Kid is completely ignoring his mom. Doesn't doing care what the mom guy said. Mom said, "Okay, I'm I'm calling your dad. I'm calling your dad." Yeah. So yeah, go ahead and call him. It's okay. I'm cool. I'm chilling. No respect whatsoever. And it's like, wow, like when I was growing up, I could not think to do that. It's like, and we're talking a, a, a black family here. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Man. And whether it was black or white, it's not even the color. It's, it's the fact that the loss of respect, even for between what you see a parent and a child, that that has the fear of hitting the child. Back then, you couldn't say, you couldn't dare not say nothing. You know you're going to get hit. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're going to get hit. You're going to get hit, man. I don't care what's going on. You're going right, to get hit. Right, But even that being removed. Yeah, that's been removed now. It's like, well, you know, this is how I feel. And, you know, yeah. you got to respect that. Yeah. And so, when it comes to, as far as family. Right. And you look at when... An individual who grows up in a single parent home doesn't have a father figure to look up to. Correct. He goes to look at it right. from, from gangs, and that's a kind of a brotherhood to him. Right. Or if he has an uncle that's in the streets, he sees that's him making what, money, and he wants to help his. Story go, he wants yeah. to, you know, he want obviously his yeah. mom's working two, three jobs. He want to make sure that you know he he can be the man because now he's forced to be the man. Because I like what you just said. That's a lot of the time. That's what go on, where it's. I don't want people to get it twisted. Mm-hmm. It's not like the kid go out and let me join a gang. It, it's not, man, mm-hmm. you know, depending on the area now. Mm-hmm. I don't know about West Coast. I right. know it's very gang culture, Chicago. But down here in Florida, it's, it's not like a gang right down the road. Because some mm-hmm. of these guys, not even around stuff like that. But majority of the time, it could be a family member. Right. Where he see mom working two, three jobs. But the mom brother that come over with. Nice car, the beautiful woman. It's like, man, aunt, man, I want to be like you. And the aunt telling him, nah, you can't be, you know, you can't be like me. Aunt Paul don't even share to him right. what's going on. It's when he going to the community and it's like, man, you know, such and such your uncle, you know, he the big man in town. Like, he's that guy. Mm-hmm. He's the drug dealer, mm-hmm. whatever it is. Mm-hmm. It's like, whoa, now it makes sense. I really want to be like him because I see my mom like this. Right. And I see he be helping out my mom. Mm-hmm. So this look positive in my eye. This look like this is what you should be doing. And it starts like that sometimes. Right. You know right. what I mean? But like you said, it's no father figure. So it's like, I'm going to look up to the closest thing. That's my right. mom's brother. brother. Or the older cousin. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. taking me to the football games. Right. I'm seeing the big money. It's like after he was taking me McDonald's. So it's like, 
I want to be like this. And, you know, you get out there, get your foot wet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like it's crazy to say this, and it's crazy I'm about to say this, but back in those days when you did have the mafia and you did have certain gangs. Yeah. That was that had the standard and understood what family was. Correct. And that was first because, you know, that that's what it was about with, with, with the mafia especially. Correct. Um, you know, it, it's it's a strict loyalty. Very loyal uh, loyal, loyal, loyal base, man. You, you know, know, um just to share a little bit with myself, mm-hmm. man, like um man, for me, this past two years, a lot of people that I call brother that I no longer have a relationship with do I still love these guys of course if I see them out in the club it's gonna be man how you been I hope everything good mm-hmm. but it can no longer be we sitting at the table because lines been crossed you know where you know at one point was doing business but now I don't even know if I could do business with you right. or chase a dream with you or go create goals together and go about it because you know you show me who you are I'm not saying you're a bad person but there's some things in you that I see I can't line with right. because... But you have a code that you follow. Yeah. You know, morals, principles, mm-hmm. man. You know what I mean? Uh, it's simple. It is nothing, you know, street-like. It's just for right now. Right now, you know, my situation, me and, you know, my lady, if we go through it and you say, hey, man, come over. You can crash on my couch. Right. Uh, it's crazy. The guy named Tony Yayo, that's 50 Cent uh, partner that he ran with. Um, he's, he had a very interesting interview, and, and it's, I really respect what he said. He said that I slept on 50 Cent couch. I never looked at his his baby mom's. I never even wore briefs in front of them. If I slept on the couch, it was sweats mm-hmm. all day. Like, you know, something that won't reveal, you know, my yeah, right, privacy. Right. But it's just like, I'm going to be so respectful to this man because, for one, if that's his lady... That's like a. That's literally my sister. You know what I mean? I'm not looking at her. He said even what if he was locked up, and I was to bring money to his baby mama, right. I'm not even going inside. It's, I'm at the door. Here go the money. Turn his head. I'm not even looking at you. Yeah, that's what you call brotherhood. I'm that's what you call brotherhood. Yeah. Because if she comes to the door, you know sometimes women may wear yeah, a bra. Yeah, so I don't, want, I don't even want to. Yeah, I don't. I don't even want to look at you. It's like, right. huh? Here go the money. I'm gone because. The thing is this it's, I never want to put my brother in a space Of where you got to question my loyalty mm-hmm. Even if it's money wise If you say hey bro Run to the bank Can you deposit this into the bank account Or bend the bank account It's $1,000 My thing is I'm going straight up I'm not going to go see Tiffany down the block first Because guess what's going to happen Nah someone might go in my car Take that $1,000 What I'm going to say to you Oh, bro, I ain't even know. I just went and stopped here real quick, and then I got robbed. You gonna look at me like, well, first, okay, for it's love. You all right? You good? Right, the the second thing. is like, why you be irresponsible, man? Right. You know, you got ten thousand dollars, or fifteen thousand dollars gave. Yeah. You should have went straight to the bank. You act like that's your money. That's the business money. Yeah. So it's it's the little things like that that's being again removed, even in front of brotherhood. Where if I got an old lady, you got an old lady. You know what I mean? Which we do. King, I never go to the house if you're not present. That's this. This is stuff that man you start talking about again. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, oh, I'm gonna just sit here and wait on my home. But no, I'm not gonna sit even on the porch with your old lady because you're not present. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Because now that leaves my girl back home wondering, well, what what Eddie doing with 
Eve, mm-hmm. wife at over there. Mm-hmm. You call me. Where you at, bro? Oh, I'm at your house waiting on you with your wife. Whoa, red flag. What you talking about? You know what I mean? It's, the, it, it's getting to a point where things trying to be a little bit too cool. Right. No, no, no. That's not my place. My place is to always make sure I respect you as my brother and also my lady and your lady. But see, this stuff is not taught in schools. It's not taught in school. And, and, it's got to be taught through fatherhood. And, and that's what I'm saying. And right. a lot of people say, well, how, how, how can you talk about gangs almost as you glorify? I'm not glorifying gangs. I'm just what I'm saying is. The morals in it. There's there's certain street codes which yes, which it's like man, if these things were held, there's things that just wouldn't happen nowadays. A lot you of know, our youth the way they're growing up. You 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 look at the situation, it's like yeah. wow. Like you know, I've heard, I saw the, some of the Chicago riots. It's mostly teenagers yeah. that's causing these riots. You know, yeah. they're now shutting down Walmart. There's almost no Walmart. There there's will be no, no, no Walmart in, Char- in Chicago. Yeah, Chicago. Yeah. I'm thinking like, where are these parents' kids at? Man, and the likelihood is that when they go back home, it's probably just a single parent there. Sometimes, if, if yeah. it is that, it if could it be grandma, that, you know, because you know, mom's man, off, listen, always it's, busy. It's, it's to a point where, um, you know, you see where society going. I remember, man. I mean, you know, OGs. For those who don't know, OGs as you know, the, the older guys, you know, you call OGs who did the street activities, and now they they got they. Strikes, if you want to call it. Right. Man, it was a rule, man. Even from the biggest, you know, killers that you see in prison that doing interviews nowadays that end up was doing 25 Life. Now they getting out. A lot of these, you starting to see them doing interviews now. But it was one rule. It was never touch a child and a woman. Wow. You know what I mean? It, it's these principles that is lost because now you're seeing guys killing women. You know, just just this. I think last night is a guy twenty five. I'm not gonna put no names in no mm-hmm. location. Now they just killed his girlfriend, eight months old, last night. So it makes you wonder, like, man, what, what's going on? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just no morals. It's just no. It's no principle right. out there. People growing up bad. People growing up bad. People growing up bad. And again, there's no G code. You know, some people. You know, I don't know if they're trying to make it seem like it's old times, but man, you know, it do make you wonder, like, where are things going? Mm. You know what I mean? Where are things going? You know, there's a saying, they say, um, tough times uh, create tough men. Yeah. And um, weak times create weak men. Mm -hmm. You know, because... Tough men, they bring about the good times. And then when the times are good, people aren't, you know, they, they're not really trained on what the previous generation experienced. And so it's like, man, you I, say got, something. I got it easy. I, 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 you say something right now. You know, I easy. I watch this guy. We're doing a podcast, Real mm-hmm. Talk. And um, I've been doing a lot of research on different podcasts. And this is one in particular to do... Um, which I would throw his name out. His name Dewberry. Okay. I'm from Texas. I, I actually want to meet this guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, OG dude. He stands on so much principles and morals, man. But he was also talking about loyalty at one point. He said, you know, the way you test a woman loyalty is by acting broke. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Okay. You let a woman know, like, man, baby, I don't got it this week. And you see how she moved with right. you. Right. Um, you say something that said, you know... Um, when times get tough, that's what make a man strong. And I do agree because a, a real man, when times get tough, how you measure a man is by his faith. 
not his strength. Mm. So if I know it's it's it's, it's looking kind of tough right now, you watch a man real close. Mm-hmm. You know, is you gonna pray in this moment? Is you gonna fast? You gonna go to God about it? You know what I mean? And, and this this is for the women to listen mm-hmm. to. And when you see that man like they don't worry about it. You know, you watch how he talk. God got us. This you know this problem too big for me. God got us. Mm-hmm. You know what you're dealing with now. Okay. You get what I'm saying? Okay. Because uh, I've not heard people talk like that. I mean, people don't talk like that no more. That's rare. Because a real warrior let you know, I'm finna leave this house. I don't know where I'm gonna get the meat from, but I'm gonna come back home with some meat. Wow. Now, now that requires some faith. You gotta have. You faith. gotta. You gotta believe in something. Yeah. That's why if you look at tribes, they celebrate and they feast when the man come back right, with the meat right, because it's right. like. It showed a manhood in you. You went out there in the wilderness to you find risked it. You risked yeah. it, right? And you you brought it back to the wife back, and the right. kids, right? And nowadays, man, it's it's backwards. It's like the women going out there getting the meat. The guys sit back and not even watching the kid, or not even present, probably locked up or something. Yeah, you it's know crazy. what I mean. It's crazy. So, yeah, man. But you know, uh, with the brotherhood and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's to a point where brotherhood is just is, is watered down, man. Very you know, watered down. Um, yeah. Just a lot of man, we could talk about this all day, but I ain't gonna be on it too long. But brotherhood is just a, it, it, you got to understand is is we were saying this in the car, mm-hmm. you know, the other day is that um and also how to measure man is when a man say, "Hey, bro, you my brother," you know, a brother share his clothes with his, uh, his sibling, so. Even any chance of opportunity, I'm coming to you about it. You know what I mean? If I know this just made me a hundred thousand dollars, and I know a pocket even just bring an extra ten thousand to you, mm-hmm. why would I not bring it to you? Right. You get what I'm saying? That's an extra ten thousand for you and your household. Mm-hmm. You my brother. I'm looking out any right. way I can. Hey, brotherhood. That's what builds nations, builds communities. And it's a lot of building involved. We, 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 we don't stand on that. You know? Yeah. It's not just hey, see, see. Here's the thing. It became a hanging out thing. That's why women have a lot of problems with their men going to hang out with their boys. Okay, it's a lot just too much hanging out. What y'all bring to the table? If you my brother, what are we building on? We can hang out that's cool, but we grown men now. We ain't sixteen huddling up at the school playing a game. What we building, what we doing, providing, how we Bring it back to our family for our kids and you know and their kids to have. And then after we can go get something to eat at L House or whatever. whatever. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. But we gotta be doing something mm-hmm. together. We gotta be building right. this brotherhood. Brotherhood is about that too. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Trump said every individual should spend two hours drinking coffee, talking money. Wow. That you have to in order to be rich. And we're not trying to make this about money, but I just found an interesting. I just seen it last mm-hmm. night. He said, "You need rich friends, and y'all need to at least spend up to two hours, if I'm correct, a day or a week. Mm-hmm. I want to go a week, mm-hmm. spend up to two hours a week talking about money. If you don't have friends, you're doing that with y'all not friends. You're wasting time. You need to find a better select friend. Career friends gonna always sit down and huddle up. Hey, this is what's going on. This mm-hmm. was going on out here. Mm-hmm. Let's talk business. Let's talk God. Let's talk right. anything that's gonna better us in life. We need to be, you know, drinking coffee and talking business. And I always said this, you know, and we were talking about it the other day, right in the car. I remember I was saying, um, 
if I just made a million dollars and I'm calling you my brother, I'm like, hey, hey King, I just yeah. made a million dollars. And I'm like, yeah. How? <laughs> it's like, okay, so what involvement did you have? And am exactly. I just now trying to brag? Like, that's how what is it is. That we didn't come up together. That's we came up together, media. but Listen, yeah, we can't have that. That's what social. There's a lot of people I went to school with, you know. Um, I'm not trying to show off where I live. I'm not trying to show off what I got going on because I'm really not in where exactly where I want to be mm-hmm. just yet, Lord will. But it's to a point where people are bragging about their journey. It's okay. Let me let's get that right. Mm-hmm. It's okay too. But when it's to a point where it's like now they got a thing where it's been out for a while. Instagram. You share a story with your close friends, mm-hmm. and it's like. People are showing off things that they're doing, but it's their close friends because they're trying to have it private. But my thing is this: is like, okay, you saying you made two million dollars so far this year, and we boys. Mm-hmm. Well, we we're just saying in the car, right. but your boy's still working at a nine to five. Nothing wrong with nine to five. I, I recommend people to do that because again. There are some people who need to work in order to understand they business. They need to build that discipline to understand yeah. what it takes to be able to. Nothing wrong. There's no shot at 9 to 5, right. but right. I'm saying I'm trying to prove, I mean, show, showcase something where this friend is making, you know, $1.3 million, but this friend here is still struggling with bills. Some people are going to be like, well, that ain't his responsibility. No, yeah, you're right. That's not. But if this is who you call your brother. I can't say he should at least be making the same amount, but he should at least have been given some gain. To where he's not struggling. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because right. eventually that millionaire will leave those group of friends that are not making the kind of money he's making and be with the people that he's making that kind of money man, with. Man, Rick Ross said one of the realest things. You measure a man's success by how many people he made rich. Enough said. Enough said. Yeah. Um, there's a popular question nowadays. Let's talk about it. Um, is it better to be feared or to be loved? I hate that question. <laughs> tell me. Tell me what. I mean, you know, uh, you know, it's, it's it's nothing to be here, man. You know, we we, we God fearing. You know, we Christians and we believe in Christ. Um, and I just look back in the Bible, man. And from day one, I never seen in the Bible from beginning to time where those two words was removed from one another. Mm-hmm. Uh, God is love. That's why he 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 wants you to fear him. Some would be like, like okay, something you just said now. The idea of a God watching you, you know. Some people be like me. You know, the government created that because they want. You. That's the way of controlling. That's how they control you. No, that's not really it. It's you have to understand when you love something, you the the fear of losing it always gonna be there. Um, that's why a parent is so protective over their child. Because when you go out there, my biggest fear is for you to never come back. So I want to make sure, even when you're riding a bike, hey, son, daughter, look both ways. Keep the helmet on. Like, no, you need to be safe out here. Mm-hmm. I just don't know when and why that question even emerged. Because now some people are like, yeah, well, someone can fear love you, but they still going to disrespect you. No, they never loved you. Hmm. Because when you love something, when you really love something, like you love your life, are you gonna go? What would they call that? Uh, walking on the rope? What they call that? Oh yeah, uh, tight roping. You gonna go tight roping mm-hmm. with no nothing? No, with honest, no experience no, now. Yeah, right. I'm just gonna right. go do it. Right. 
someone was like, well, of course, I'm not stupid enough. Yeah, because you love your life. So when you love something truly, man, fear is, it's, it's like, what you call that? Uh... It's uh, like the sun And you got that little lot, like It's like a ring around mm-hmm. the sun I forget what you call it A halo or whatever like, like the solar system like Yeah you know like if You have a some, Like the sun mm-hmm. You sometimes see a ring around mm-hmm. it It's a word for yeah, it Yeah um, Is it called like It's like I know it's Halo like a You know what I'm saying like, Yeah But th- that's how I look at love mm-hmm. Love is very centered and bright But you got this This thing around it And that's fear mm-hmm. That's what protects love mm-hmm. And I think that's It's gotta I'm have boundaries about. It guys too, man. Because if you break those boundaries, then you lose the love. We know we, we do a fun game real quick, yeah. you know. So let's say with someone like answer that question. Mm-hmm. Um, which one you rather have? Someone fear you or love you? Mm-hmm. And they're like, "Well, I, I want fear because they're gonna know not to disrespect me." <laughs> you <laughs> okay? Why they won't want to disrespect mm-hmm. you? Because they know hurt. Yeah, they know you're going to hurt them, right? You also know another reason why is because they don't believe in love. So you rather the fear. But see, it don't make sense. Okay, right? You Okay, let's say you're the person that answered this. Mm-hmm. I'd rather have you fear me mm-hmm. because I know, you know if you cross the line, you know it's going to be consequences. Right. I'm going to get hurt. But here's the thing. It's because I love myself. I don't want to get hurt. Oh, I see. This look, yeah. like you can't separate yeah, the two. It's, it's, look, because now I love myself. Mm-hmm. Now I have fear for you mm-hmm. because I know what you can do to my life. Mm-hmm. You may cripple me, hurt me, whatever the case right, might be. Right, right. So that's why I say it's best. You, you just can't separate. It's love and fear go hand in hand. Goes hand in hand. God know best. That's why He said, "I'm love," and you have to fit. Like you need the fear of the Lord because once you know true love. As you said yourself, you know, it's a reason why Christ had that last prayer like that in the garden. Mm-hmm. He was removed from the Father, man. He felt it. I've never been here before. Right. This don't, love is removed. I know darkness now. That's what that was. That's what that prayer was. Mm-hmm. It, it wasn't the anxiety of, of, of the cross. It was anxiety of the disconnection with the right. Father. That's why on the cross he said, Father, Father, why you have forsaken me? Right. No, realize what he was saying right, the whole right, time. Right. I mean, man. Many people died on crosses before Christ. Yeah. Crucifixion didn't start with yeah, Jesus. It didn't, it didn't start with Jesus. <laughs> yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? So yeah. it's the fear of man. Do you even hear, hear me? me? Right. Being abandoned, losing that connection that they always had. Love, man. Um. So yeah. that question to me is, mm-hmm. is just unreal. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's best to be loved because when you love, when you see, you know. When you see real love, like we said, um, if you ever get in an argument with your woman and you finna leave the house, like a real bad one, you know, mm-hmm. I'm done with this relationship, mm-hmm. and you walking out, she's like, you really gonna leave me? That's that fear. You know what I mean? And it's not like, oh, she said that she can't. Of course, a woman nowadays, someone make more than a guy. A woman don't need you financially. It's the love that you provided. Mm-hmm. Like, you really gonna leave me after giving me this type of love? You gonna leave me now? Back stranded. That's that fear. You know, you you need love in order to fear, man. It don't make sense. I don't care what no one tell me. I must agree. I must agree. But they go both hand in hand. They're not one to. without the other. It's the yin and yang. You need air for gravity. Right. You gotta have it. You gotta have the, both of the, them. The, the beach need water. You gotta have it. It's without water is just a cliff. Mm-hmm. 
I think the reason why they try to make it two different things, and this this goes back to, you know, <laughs> losing the fear of heights, you know. Mm-hmm. I wonder if I haven't had family or whatnot. Like, I'm pretty sure I did. What do you love more than anything? Is it what you're doing now? I mean, because if you love your family, you're, you want to get back to your, your wife, you're going to double check and make sure that, you know, because what you're doing is risky, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And then to lose the fear of that is is, is insanity itself. Yeah. Um, yeah. But no, it's crazy that you say that because um, it's both. That's the answer. It's both. It's both, man. It's you both. can't separate it. You can't separate you can, it. And I don't know when the separation started. Mm-hmm. Separation started when they took God out of schools. <laughs> <laughs> you know, God says, you know, um, you forget to follow my laws, I'll forget to bless your children. You know, he says that in the word. You know, go ahead. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I want to add on after you finish this. You know? Yeah, and so it's like, I feel like we've drifted off from something that has caused love to grow cold. And now we rely on fear to keep things in order. And then fear itself crumbles because now it's paralyzing fear. Since there was no love to begin with, now the fear becomes something that, you know, it's every man for himself. Because we, we, we don't we don't look to the higher power for, to, to protect yeah. and to uphold the standards that we should have. Because, yeah. you know, now people have lost fear of even the standards that we used to hold. Of course. They break all, all the rules. Just, you know, yeah. so how do you feel now? Yeah, yeah. You know? It's about we're how we're gonna feel. take husband and wife out the dictionary now. We're gonna take the word woman and we're gonna redefine it. You know, <laughs> the things that God has set in order, the way nature is set in order, mankind has said, you know what, we're gonna change it up. We're gonna do our own thing. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So I feel like no fear <laughs> for the way things were set. There's nothing new under the sun, though. Yeah. You know, um, I feel like we are gonna go through a hard time. Yeah. Because there is no. F- no real fear yeah. of, of losing what what the, the standard was. Yeah. You know, you know, just to add on to this, because yeah. this is a, it's, it is something that's been floating around and I think it's going to float around for a long time okay. because the word snitch is being thrown out there now. Oh, okay. And, um, you know, you got people uh, in, in, in the industry, the music industry, that's really heavy on that word. But I think people got to understand where it comes from and snitching is, is it have disloyalty in it you know because if if you and I choose to commit a crime you know we we already there's a, 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 a like a handshake agreement it's just this known agreement mm-hmm. like look we finna mm-hmm. do this crime together we you know Robin Hood mm-hmm. and uh, once we go in here and do this if you get caught and I get away with the goods I'm supposed to take care of your family, but you got to go do the time. Right. Some people are like, what? No. What are you talking about? But see, that's the thing. It's, it's, it's Again, it's a brotherhood. It's a loyalty thing where y'all have agreement. Look, one of us, if hopefully the plan is we both get away. Right. But if one of us get caught, I would, you know, take the time in order for you to live the life and provide for mine in your Right. That's the expectation that's been set. You get what I mean? But, uh, you know, when you get snitched on, it's like, man, what what loyalty was that? Because now we both in here, and the good's gone. So this crown committed was for no reason. 
So I just want to add that on, uh, mm-hmm. you know, uh, with everything from Brotherhood, G Code, and everything we just spoke right, on is that right. this is not speaking on people go committing crime, just more about this bond. It's the same thing like a man sleep with his best friend wife. Mm-hmm. It's like that's like snitching, man. That's like how you how how did you feel comfortable enough to do something like that right. behind your brother back? Mm-hmm. Even if she came on to you, and real brother be like, hey, man, you know, I got to hey, talk to you, man. Yeah. You know, your wife made a move. You know, that's like my sister. That made me uncomfortable. Listen, I'm going to tell you like this. Mm-hmm. If there's ever a time, even with your wife speaking to you about your your boy behind him, but like, it's, you know an ill conversation. You just know it's ill it, when it's being spoken on behind your back, and it don't make you feel uncomfortable. You should not call that man your brother. Because if my girl come to me right now about you and then I notice the conversation is getting uncomfortable because of the things she's saying mm-hmm. and I know it's assassinating your character, right. hey, hey, stop this conversation. Hey, 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 hey. I'm going to check down. you on that. Yeah, you know, that is my you. brother before we... Because he represent me. Like yeah. Just the same yeah. way you represent... Right. The thing is with a brother, if I call you my boy... Mm-hmm. That know that now that means wherever you go, people gonna look at. If you beat on women, they gonna expect that I beat okay, on women. I see, I see. That's clear. Brotherhood supposed to be like that. Right. Just like your lady, if you if your lady go out there and represent you in a real way, she wearing shorts and all that, showing off her body parts in front of men. Some guys okay with it, cool, but you know me, man. You know my woman should be limits. And if you go out there, you, it's only so much you can reveal to the world. You know, of course, I want you to be a woman, look good, feel good. You work hard for that body, you know. Wear things where you feel good. But when you start, you know the things, you know, it's showing your booty a little bit, mm-hmm. your booty cheeks. Mm-hmm. A little, and it's like, whoa, 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 you know, some things only for me. Right. Same thing as your brother is like. See, there's even a G-code in relationships. Yes, it's in every relationship. <laughs> we were here talking in about games, but. Yeah. There's, there's things in relationships yeah, even that... Even if, if me and you right now have podcasts, which we're doing right now, mm-hmm. someone approached me like, hey, I already got millions of views on my podcast. What's and up? And then you leave the goal to... Yo, but us, yeah. man, hey, man, you can't be mad. That's what's going on in the generation. You can't be mad at me. You see the opportunity over there. But now nah, we boys, though. We supposed to build this together. Right. People don't want to build. People don't want to build. They want a quick microwave. Yeah. People don't want to build no more. Yeah. They don't want to go through the process. They don't want to go through the journey and the struggle. Yeah, of that. They no, want no. it fast, and you know, that's yeah. that's real talk. That's real, that's real talk. talk. Wow. Real talk. Who do you think this generation looks up to? Anybody. The things that they look up to. Anybody. I mean, success, man. Success, and success yeah. is success is being known and and having the funds. So anything that look like that, that's what people. Yeah. I'm, listen, I'm not talking about. I'm talking even adults. Anything that looks successful, which is you're known mm-hmm. and you make a lot of money. You know, I was telling this to, you know, my lady is like, a lot of women, I just want to speak on this topic because mm-hmm. we can't speak about mm-hmm. men too. Let's not get it mm-hmm. twisted. Mm-hmm. But, you know, a lot of women, um, right now it's a thing of if a man can't provide and take care of me, you know, pay 100% of the bill, I don't want to be with that man. Because they see a lot of guys out there that's doing that. Like, for example, you Steve Harvey, that's like, look, I don't, you know, I take care of everything, whatever the case may be. I'm provide for my woman. But you don't realize the story behind it. Sometimes it ain't nothing like having that woman that was there for you first. When you didn't have it. When you ain't have it. I, I, I was watching this one couple when the guy said, when I got my girl, at first it was, 
1090. She paid 90% of the things. Mm. I paid 10. The next year, it was 2080. She was paying 80% of the things. I was paying 20. By year three, it was 60-40. I'm paying 40. She's paying 60. Up until year five, where it's 100-0. I pay 100. She paid nothing. You see the journey of that? It's because you, the thing is, right, like I said, a podcast approached us right now, right? And it's like, man, I want to be committed to what we got. Yes, I go over here with the million views, getting, you know, a five-figure check every month. But I'm abandoning what we want to create. Because what we're creating can't, can't give that now. So we're going to have to work the nine-to-five in order to get that. But, man, it's going to taste damn good when... We finally get there because we struggled together. There was times where the wife said, man, honey, I would love this, but I know I got to pay this. And her husband like, man, that motivated him. Like, baby, don't worry. That day going to come. I know it's going to come. It's all right. And that's what will make him go even harder. harder. I'm going to make more phone calls. Right. I'm going to get on the road, do whatever I got to do because, man, this woman is, is damn She's good. She's been down me. since day one. Now when it is... You say you want a one Rolls Royce? I'm giving you four with different colors. <laughs> and now when you see guys do that, right. now the women, now they got women out there that expect that. But it's like, no, you gotta understand that woman went through the journey they went of through it. the ring. They went I look, through hell. I, I love power. Bernie Mac's story. You know, right. Bernie Mac's story was right. one where, you know, his wife stood with him. Mm-hmm. He going into nightclubs and all these things, and it was a journey. You know. These are the things that's not given no more, man. It's, it's again, it's microwave. I expect when I get with him, he have it all. He has it all. But then now when he goes They want a high-value man now. But the value is in you seeing that man become who he's supposed to be, not just... Yeah. So expectations have been changed. Even a woman, like a guy not get with a woman, and it's like, I expect her body to be like this. Mm -hmm. But why you ain't get with a girl, you know, to have the opportunity? She, of course, have the, the looks and the beauty of it, but she just probably need that encouragement to eat a little bit better. You know, exercise, work out a little bit out. more. Yeah. yeah. Maybe she need a little bit of fashion tips. Why y'all, Why you can't build that with her? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Now when she get there, you don't think her loyalty going to be with you? Because mm-hmm. she's going to be like, man, nobody wasn't looking at me. Them men, now he, them men were looking at me for any of y'all. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it go both ways. It ain't just woman about beauty. Even a woman who have an idea, a fashion idea. But... She's never got with a man that motivated her. It's like, man, I ain't doing nothing, man. Come on, man. Hmm. Again, you know, come back to the brotherhood. Come back to that hood word. Right. That form. That, that together, that building. That together. Build. Foundation. People are not trying to build. No People more. are trying to fly solo now. They're just trying to do it on their own. And, yeah. You know. Yeah. Get the fastest way there. That's what it's all about. Yeah. Wow. Um... Hmm. Well, we'll move on to our last topic. And in, in regards to loyalty, right? Yeah. Regarding to brotherhood. When you're with a group of people, you um, when you spend a good amount of time with a group of people, you know, there are certain things that become expected almost. It's like, mm-hmm. um, you know, if I'm in dangerous situation, um, if I trip and fall, mm-hmm. something as simple as that, and you're walking behind me and you just keep walking, you know, we're obviously 
not seeing eye to eye on certain something here because, of course. you know, I'm expecting you to help me up. Yeah. Naturally, right? Right. So, you know, with my dad's church, and, you know, we've talked about this before yeah, as far as. Uh, yeah, definitely. Um, something happened where a rumor was being spread. Mm-hmm. Um, going into the details of the rumor was not, it's not even the issue here. Mm-hmm. The issue is that a rumor was being spread mm-hmm. and they knew the people in the church, a good percentage of the congregation. They knew. They knew about it. And I'm going to church every Sunday. I'm smiling. I'm shaking hands. You know, I'm thinking, you know, it's a good service whatnot. Correct. But these are the same people that are talking amongst each other. But they're not telling me. They're not telling me what's going on. <laughs> and I, you know, I go and tell my dad about this. And he's very just, he can't even believe it's true. But who did I hear it from was from my own wife. Wow. My wife told me about this rumor being spread. Right. About, you know, involving me with other women and things of that nature. You know, not going into details, as I said, but it's like, I'm shaking hands with these people. Where's the brotherhood? Where's the, the, we are one, you know, we're we're supposed to, you know, we're all going to be in heaven together. Right. I don't want to be in heaven with people like that. (laughs) (laughs) That's, I don't want to share eternity with people like that. Yeah. You know, um, what hurt most wasn't the rumor. It was the toleration of the rumor. Mm. If you hear your homeboy, if you have your, 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 you know, someone you call a brother who hears something going on about you and he doesn't come and tell you about it. Of course. You know, it's like, like, you know, it's like, so you didn't even stand up to defend that fact. You didn't get it right there. You didn't try to stop it. Correct. Um, So when, when, when people tolerate a thing, that's, that's, that's what killed me about it. And the fact that they knew this was going on, they didn't even have the courage to come and tell me about it. That really hurt. Right. Uh, they went to my wife. What, like, if my wife hearing this, like, well, how do you know, you know, what the relationship with my wife is if, if know, it's not I, on the rocks? I, I, that's why I said I, I won't you know? get on that. Mm-hmm. What's, what's crazy to me sometimes because I, I, I recently went through something like mm-hmm. that where, you know, uh, I have people contact my lady about something, and it's like. Don't you know she's like it make you feel like where you think our relationship is at? Like me and my lady. You mm-hmm. think she's not gonna come tell me what y'all saying? Or y'all trying to have a side conversation? Right, now with her? just with her and two of my girl did not the conversation. Like, right. no, I'm not gonna speak to y'all if my man is not present. And plus I that, I feel like it's not even my place to have this conversation. Mm-hmm. So it's like <sighs> some people sometimes just make you wonder. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like Again, if if I was to hear, like you just said, if I was to hear something, I, that don't seem right for me to call your wife. I'm gonna call you, right? Like, hey, right? E, I heard something about you, or King, I heard something about you. I want, I want to, you know, inform you with this before mm-hmm. you even get hit sideways mm-hmm. with it. Mm-hmm. Or they look like going to my, going to your wife about it. You know, it's just, as if they expected not to get to me. Right? That's what I'm saying. It's like they expected my wife to just keep. So you, it's like you disrespect me twice. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying, and that's the double edged sword. Yeah, that that's the double edged sword. Is yeah. is like okay, that's one. Okay, mm. so my wife tells me about it. And I tell my dad, and he goes to talk about it on Sunday, right? Wow. And guess what happens? Right. Only two people come who, who I know probably didn't even know about the rumor. Two of them say, "Hey, man, I heard about that. Like, that's crazy. Like, how could how could anyone say that about you? You know, only two people." Right. Came back 
and felt sorry. Yeah. They probably had nothing to do with it. Yeah. You're telling me out of all the people who I know, I know y'all know this rumor. Yeah. None of y'all had, y'all were nonchalant about it. Yeah. Getting, you know, spreading it around, looking at my face, you know, shaking my hands every Sunday. But now after I know you, I know you know, I, yeah. I, I know that the rumor is being spread. None of y'all come to me and say, hey, look, we messed up. Right. That's what hurt me most right. was how, after they knew that I knew what was being said about me, no one came and had any form of accountability about it. Correct. Two people out of the whole fold. And that that that's what it that that's what really hurt me. I feel like I got stabbed twice from there. Cause it's yeah. like I gave you a chance to redeem yourself. You couldn't even do that. Mm. And let's just entertain it. What if the rumor was true? Yeah. Now I know who I really have as brothers. <laughs> yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's yeah. like, well, if you're hearing this kind of rumor, you come to me, hey man, I'm hearing that, you know, you stupid mother other women, hey man, you gotta be careful, man. Yeah. Like, you know, do you love your wife? Like, you yeah, know, yeah, that's like, what I say, yeah, yeah. You, you know, have real talk. Real talk. See, and because people avoid that real talk mm-hmm. and they let church rumors spread like wildfire, there is no brotherhood. Mm-hmm. So you see it breaking down in all parts of society. First, it starts with the nuclear family, the husband and the wife. It breaks down from there, and then the children get impacted, and then even the place of worship gets in- impacted. And it's because we've all lost the fear of even trying to hold together mm-hmm. that journey, having that journey, that building together. We, I said, lost the fear. Basically, just like Ivan, we've broken so many boundaries so many times where it's like we forgot why we even together. Mm-hmm. You know, you've been so long with a person, it's like, and then once you cheat on them so many times, why are you even with them? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. How can you really say you love this person? You don't even fear of losing this of person. Of losing the person. Yeah. You know? Lies being told, cheated on every yeah. day. Yeah. You know? And, you know, that's what's being promoted on society. It's like, you know, well, if it doesn't make you happy, you know, change up. I think when it comes down to real loyalty, you don't have friends for, com- for convenience. You know, when it serves only your convenience, that's not friendship. It has to be inconvenient for you. There's going to be times yeah, when you're not yeah. happy yeah. being someone's friends, but it's not about being happy. It's about like, look, we can come out of this. I see the potential and whatnot. I feel, you know, and I, I agree with you totally. I feel sometimes it got to have that phone call where it's like, man, I don't feel like going, mm-hmm. but I know he need my help right now. Right. Right. You know, where it's like, man, you know, I had this plan, but he need my help right now. So, you know, if it's always if it's always beneficial for you, man, then it ain't right. And at some point, if it gets to a... It's another thing, too, you got to be careful with. Sometimes, right now, you know, um, doing this podcast, uh, there's going to be part of journey where it's very joyful. There's going to be time where it's like, man, you know, like, you know, he might have to put in extra hour, a little bit more extra hour mm-hmm. than Eddie. You know what I mean? How he gonna feel that week? The times where Eddie gonna have to put in a little bit extra hours in. It, it, you know, it, it's just like it's gonna be uh, uh, what you call that again? The thing that kids get on the uh, oh, like a seesaw. Seesaw. It's gonna be a seesaw mm-hmm. in the relationship. Relationship gotta have a seesaw. Mm-hmm. With God, it always been like this. He always poor. Yeah, always, always doing more of the heavy heavy work. You know, right. such a loving God, you know, like, when y'all gonna, you know. Yeah, see, if God was like that, right? Oh, I mean, <laughs> so look, it's never, what's the point? You know, yeah. but, but 
nowadays relationships seems to be built on tit for tat. Yeah, it is. You scrap my back, I scrap your back. It is that relationship. It's no, you know, at some point the man will feel like, hey, I've been scratching your back for three hours now. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, come on now. You know what I mean? Or even the woman, like, uh, I've been scratching it for three minutes. Right. It's too too long, right? But it's just like, again, sometimes even this guy's watching this interview. And the lady was like, well, I made more money than my man, so I left him. And then the rapper now was like, well, you're wrong for that. And she's like, what you mean? I'm supposed to teach him how to make money? He's like, yeah, but he's like, you could put him on. And she's like, well, no, he's supposed to be the provider. like, no, he's supposed to be a leader. Sometimes leading don't also mean that you got to make the most money. Sometimes a, a real man would soak up game, what we call it. And it's like... Maybe you introduce to something he don't know nothing right. yet. Okay. For example, you know, like your your wife could be in a field where she's making, you know, a quarter mil a year, mm-hmm. right? She meets you, y'all bond, y'all grow, you making fifty thousand mm-hmm. over here, mm-hmm. but she don't realize the field you in really supposed to be making ten thousand a year, right. but you found a way to make fifty thousand a year. You don't think that mind could be used over here where it's like, hey, you know, I, I do this and it's like, oh, well, well, you know, I learned, I found my ways and glitches over here mm-hmm. and shortcuts, nothing illegal. It's still legal. Everything is good, but it's, I found my ways and right. made it better. Right. Bring that over here. And it's like, oh, now I'm making, you know, 750 a year now. I'm only a quarter million from a million. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. And it, that, again, it's just like, again, the expectation. And in that time, to bring it back to where you're going with the church is like, man, I expected y'all to really have my back. I expect y'all to really have my back. At least somebody. Nobody ain't call my phone and say, hey, man, I heard this about you, man. Like, is everything all right? Like, nobody. Nobody. And it's that y'all went, here's the thing. Uh-huh. I don't know if you realize why I hurt you. Here's the thing. Y'all went to my wife about the rumor. As if y'all had ill intentions to break the marriage. Mm. Hmm. It wasn't no concern. That tells me, yeah, there was no concern it for what, like, hey, whatever. This, what if I had more, just gotten into an argument with my wife? Now I gotta defend myself. That's what I'm saying. It wasn't no con- You could listen. Yeah. Well, let me tell you something, man. You could tell real love. When it's real love, it will be more of let me call you because you the head of this rumor. Mm-hmm. That's why the Bible speak highly about rumors, gossip. Bible say gossip is not a good yeah, thing. Right. So, there's another thing I want to add on to this podcast is that when you have a brotherhood, and if I felt offended today, mm-hmm. I will not let it get to a point where I let it linger for months. I need to address it. Maybe not in that hour, but before the sun set. I need to address, hey, let's, hey let's, man, let's, let's talk, talk real quick. Yeah, real because something about. happened today. I think we need to address it before right. we both sleep. Right. Because what happened is, a lot of times you see conversations, he say, she say, mm-hmm. where the friend over here will be like, well, you said this. He's like, no, I never said that. I said this. You know what that shows? That conversation or that offense been lingering for too long mm-hmm. because not a word's been forgotten. Right. So I could have simply said, hey, bro, I ain't, I don't got the time. It's the fact that at that time, I probably didn't understand how desperate you was in for need of a help. So you took it as I ain't got time for you. That's how I felt. So that's what it's gonna feel like you heard. Right. 
two, three weeks later, you know what you're gonna start feeling like you. The feeling gonna start telling you what you heard. Mm. Hey man, you say you ain't have time for me. Right. And yeah. I'm like, I never said. I said I didn't have the time. See, because you let things linger. <laughs> wow, that's amazing. No wonder why it says the Bible says, um, "Don't let the, the the sun go down on your anger to give way to the that, devil." And it also God, whisper yeah, things in your ears for real. Same, and here, right, and then at the same time too, you can go talk this to your old lady and then this person, that person, mm-hmm. and at some point they could be like, "Nah, Ed was saying he ain't have time for you." That's what he really was saying, and that's what it's gonna be. That's why I say gossip is like wildfire, it's man. Like wildfire. You need to go address that situation. Right. So, right. again, in that situation, I can understand the feeling. I've been there. It's like, man, if you heard that about me, love me, man. Why you ain't come to me? Why soon? you ain't come to me? Come on. You should have came. You're to me. supposed to be my brother. Yeah. You're supposed to be my Regardless sister. Regardless of how it tastes in your right. in your mouth right. or what no, it did, even it if it made ears. you feel good or it yeah, tingled like, your ears, why right. really come doing on. that? Right, right, it's like, hey, right. man, let me, son, let me. The fact you go tell my wife, it's like. Did you want to break this marriage up? Mm -hmm. Because it's false. You know? That's what's going to hurt the most. You know, there's a verse number that says, you know, I I always want to try to bring spiritual matters. You got to. Because, you know, you got to look at it from a spiritual angle, too. God and everything. Um, There's a verse about uh, Matthew 24, verse 12 says, um, because of the increase of, of, of wickedness, um, the love of most will grow cold. Um, it says um, some other translations, you know, because you know, sin will be rampant everywhere, and the love of many will grow cold. Um, it's like nowadays everything does feel watered down. Oh yeah, everything feels watered down, and that watered down feeling is is why I think people are becoming more isolated from brotherhood. Isolated from real family values, mm. wanting to change the definition of things, mm-hmm. um, because somewhere along the way we we definitely lost how to talk, how to have real talk. <laughs> <laughs> and I think us doing this podcast is us trying to bring back that foundation to leave something for our children. Correct. That you know, fifteen, twenty years from now, they'll be able to listen to and say, "Wow, like." You know, when they had an issue, they really talked it out. They didn't have to go to the therapist. They really talked it out as brothers or as family, you know. Like the mafia do, they handle that. They get it handled. It's our thing. That's what we do. We talk it out, you know, because we don't, we know how it can get out of hand. Things of that nature. Um, So, yeah, that's, I'm glad you added that. I'm glad you really made mention of that. Um. When it when it comes to the church situation with my dad's church, right? You know, I, I told my I told my dad I said that um, I could be fake and go to church every Sunday and 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 put on a smile, but that's not who I am. Right. That's not how I move. And you know, to me, going to church, you know, because I do believe in God. That's a battlefield. You don't go. You don't come in there any kind of way. And, you know, singing songs and reading scripture and acting like you part of something that you're not. And I feel like if I cannot call these people my brothers and my sisters, then there is what's the point of me being there? You know, and if I don't feel like when something happens, when something goes down, if I'm not there, who's going to be there to 
protect my name or look out for my reputation if I can't expect my brothers and my sisters to do that for me? Mm. It's like, well, who, what, 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 what can I confide in y'all with? In the end of the day, there's nothing. Yeah. There's nothing. So that's really one of those things that I really have to let them know, sit down and, you know. Um, one of the things I will say, you know, because it feels like the world is breaking apart and people feel like it's just me, me, me. Yeah. You know, I will challenge everyone to once in a while do something for someone without expecting anything back. I know it's hard to do. I know it's not always easy, but like, you know, if it's something real small, at least once a week, just do something that, you know, just to be able to give back. Because I feel like there's not enough of that. It's all about what makes me happy. Yeah. You know, and because of the because it's all about what makes me happy. It's all about what can I get out of this? You know, we've kind of lost touch with, with each other in that regard. So I, I think that's a very important thing. Yeah, I agree. Um, you know, because as time goes by, it feels like everything is getting weak and there's, because there's no love in it. Correct. Because there's no love in it. And yeah. we forgot the art of how to do that. And, you know, certain standards, the things that we used to fear, the healthy fears that we used to have, we've, We've gone so far left out of bounds that we don't know what it's like anymore. And we want to change up things. We want to change the definition because we forgot what the real original way of it looked like. Yeah, that's yeah. how it is when love grows cold. When love grows cold. I'll <laughs> wrap it up for this episode, though. Um, and um, thank you guys for listening. And um, definitely, we hope that uh, the conversations continue, the comments, 